Hi there and welcome to another episode of Choose Your Narrative. I'm your host, Nat Smithson, and I'm thrilled you've chosen to join me today. I created this podcast to share stories of my own mindset journey and explore strategies and healthy habits that I now use to build a mind that's geared up for happiness and success. And I want you to do the same. So I encourage you to start your own journey towards creating a stronger, happier, more motivated mind so that you too can write and more importantly, choose the narrative that you wish to live. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're having an excellent day so far or evening if it's that time of the day for you. It's, uh, it's first thing in the morning for me here. It's about 6.30 or so on a Monday and um, I'm about to start my working week, which is uh, exciting. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad that you've chosen to stop by and join me for this podcast. I think it's a topic that you're going to get a lot of benefit from. It might even be something that you have looked into in the past and this could just be a bit of a refresher for you. But either way, I think it's one of those things that's really good to go back to and just reflect on and sort of check in with ourselves as as time goes on and see how we're progressing with things. Uh, so that thing that I do want to talk about today is personal responsibility. Mm. Uh, this is something that I have contemplated quite a bit myself over the last couple of years and it's one of those things that although it's conceptually quite easy to grasp, I feel, it's um, actually a little more difficult to implement into our lives. Well, that, that's what I find anyway. It's one of those things you kind of have to keep going back to and reminding yourself to do because we can easily sort of slip into old habits and, and old patterns if we don't actually sort of stop and acknowledge what we're doing. So for that reason, I feel like it's one of those sort of ongoing journeys that we take throughout life and something that we can always be doing something to improve and get a little stronger and, and better practice at, but also that we gain a lot of benefit from once we do start to act out um, what we're learning in our lives. So personal responsibility, what is it? It's, um, it's having this deep-seated understanding that we are the ones that must take responsibility for ourselves, our choices, our actions, and our thinking. I know it sounds really obvious, but it's kind of astonishing how often or I guess how easily we can actually forget this. <laughs> Guilty on occasion. Um, so before I go further, I just want to quickly point out that there is a distinction between acting as a responsible person or successfully managing a large number of responsibilities. So what I'm actually talking about today requires us to really honour and be proud of who we are and what we do and to know what skills and qualities that we have to offer, but also those that perhaps we need to develop a little bit further. It's also having an awareness of when we've made a bad decision or done something that goes against our beliefs or our values and actually making the effort to stop and take the time to acknowledge that mistake, make note that it has happened, but then try to understand what actions or thinking actually led us to that point. Then we need to start formulating this plan. We need to work out how we're going to respond more constructively so that if we do find ourselves in that same position or something similar down the track, we've got a game plan and we manage it better. 
You see, the successful execution of personal responsibility does require us to have this deep level of understanding about ourselves. The kind of understanding that we generally don't have unless we put a decent chunk of time and effort into reflecting on our behaviours or thinking through our thoughts and seeing how we respond in some of those more challenging experiences that we have. And importantly, it, it does also take a lot of honesty. We have to genuinely acknowledge the things that we're doing well and maybe the positive interactions that we have with people, but also those moments where we may let other people down or even let ourselves down. And when we do make these mistakes or when we do experience failure, which we will, (laughs) somewhere along the line it will happen, we just want to make sure that we withhold any of those sort of judgmental or negative, just purposeless self-talk, those self-thoughts that we have that creep into our mind. We just want to crush them down. You know, it's so tempting to listen to them and let them rule where we take our thoughts, but inevitably they're not going to serve us in any positive way. Um, So we just sort of have to stop and not let them jump in and take over. Because what those thoughts tend to lead to is the casting of blame or they want to make up excuses, big excuses, small excuses, whatever it is, just to sort of in that moment get ourselves out of trouble or you know push the responsibility onto someone else. And that's not going to help us in taking that responsibility that we need to. So the reason why it's so important that we learn to establish and maintain responsibility for ourselves, and look, I don't, I don't want to sound dramatic, but it's because we'll actually have a huge impact on every single day of our lives. Think about it. Our actions and our thoughts are habitual and consequently they can easily become repetitious. So if we don't stop and intervene, when we start having those thoughts and become aware that our thoughts are maybe running a little bit wild um, or, you know, going on some kind of unconstructive tangent, then they'll just continue to cycle in our minds over and over, more of the same. And the more that we'll start to believe what they are telling us, right or wrong, good or bad. But if we instead make the time to stop and reflect on or, I guess, edit our thoughts or reactions to situations that, you know, the ones that we didn't like, we'll slowly learn to take more control over what we're thinking and also how we respond the next time. So with that in mind, I want to talk a little bit more about what taking personal responsibility does and perhaps doesn't look like, and also why it's so important to take the time to focus on. Then I'll leave you with some thoughts and some tips about how you can start easily including yourself when it comes to managing all of your, I'm sure, many responsibilities. So firstly, I know you already know this, but just a quick reminder that unfortunately suffering, hardship and struggles, they're they're just a given. At some point in our lives, no matter how hard we try to avoid them, we will experience them. And some of these circumstances will be caused by our own doing, perhaps as a consequence of a bad decision that we've made, (laughs) or they may be caused by other people and their bad decisions. And then there's some things that are just completely out of everybody's control. But we just have to remind ourselves that in these difficult and unwanted moments, we have the responsibility to choose how we respond. 
And this is going to require us to take ownership of any part that we played in getting to that point, no matter how big or small. And it will also require us to process and regulate the thoughts or the emotions that we have that might restrict us from moving forward out of that hard spot. Because when we do this, it actually gives us the opportunity and it, it puts the power back in our possession to dictate what kind of impact that situation is going to have on our lives. And how long or how how hard it's going to hold us back from the things that we do want to achieve or the things that we do want in our lives, how sad it's going to make us feel, how worthless, or, you know, are we going to just keep telling ourselves that shit always happens to me? Or instead, are we going to just sort of get up and forge a new path? Are we going to try and use that opportunity to build some greater resilience or build some knowledge and something that we can actually draw on to get through that hurdle and and power on. Fortunately, we're the ones that get to decide, I guess, how difficult negative situations can be. Of course, they are going to be difficult, but if we keep telling ourselves and just, you know, sort of thrashing against the wall that, oh, this thing's horrible, it's just sucking me in, then that's exactly what it's going to do. We'll lose sight of how we can actually sort of climb out of it if we get too deep into it. But when we sort of view those opportunities as, okay, this sucks, but I'm going to, I'm going to power on, I'm going to use this experience to actually learn some new skills or forge some new connections or just as a bit of a reminder, hey, you know, maybe I've tried this thing. I've done, I've done something bad a few times now. I was kind of aware it was not going down the right track, but I just, you know, ignored it and, and let it keep happening. And now I'm stuck in this position and it's kind of like that final wake-up call to say, right, I've got to do something differently next time. Now on that, I just I just want to acknowledge that I'm absolutely not trying to downplay the fact that there's, of course, a variety of different mental health struggles that people experience that can exacerbate these feelings of sadness or anxiety or helplessness in some of those really difficult situations. So of course, in those scenarios, um, it is, you know, I do advise that extra support is seeked. Um, you know, there's a little bit more complexity around that. So I'm, I'm sort of just talking about when you are in a clear headspace and, um, you know, when you've got the ability to navigate these things yourself, obviously do draw on other resources if you need to, to help yourself with a struggle. I just wanted to, you know, make that clear as well. Uh, so next I want to go back to what I mentioned at the start. And that is a little bit about how a lack of personal responsibility can result in us making up excuses and just sort of passing the blame or even playing the role of the victim rather than taking ownership during those difficult situations and making plans to create improvement. And it's really easy for us to do this because fabricating excuses or allocating blame to other people or, you know, putting the blame on particular circumstances and just saying everything was completely out of your control when sometimes perhaps it actually wasn't, (laughs) allows us to sort of become fixated on these fictional narratives and of course, it feels far more satisfying in that moment if someone else's if it's someone else's fault that caused it. That feels a lot better than taking the blame ourselves, of course. But if if we do that too often, maybe we're shutting ourselves out from 
actually stepping up to the plate and moving forward and doing something better next time. Maybe, you know, something's not the way we want it to be in our lives. Or maybe there's many aspects of our lives that aren't how we want it to be. And instead of actually setting some goals and and putting some dedication and hard work into changing one or two or however many of those things that we have, we just sort of write it off as, oh, you know, I'm in this position because of someone did this, so I am now here. And, you know, even if that is the the truth and that's happened, if you just keep repeating that narrative, that's all it's ever going to be. Nothing's going to change. For example, maybe we're consistently late to work. (laughs) We always blame the traffic rather than taking responsibility and saying, right, I got to set my alarm earlier. I got to get up. I got to leave the house earlier. Maybe I got to prep the night before. I got to get everything organized. Maybe I got to read a couple of emails, do what I got to do to walk into that day prepared, feeling good about it on time. Or maybe we feel like we're, you know, a little bit overloaded, burnt out. Maybe we're a bit stressed and we're kind of just constantly living in that state of stress, but we don't actually do anything to stop and relieve a bit of that. We don't we forget to prioritize our health. We don't stop and maybe do some meditation or do some exercise or make sure we're eating correctly. There's lots of small changes that we can make to actually help address a problem. Or maybe it's even a circumstance that we need to look at changing or maybe we need a little bit more support. So maybe, you know, maybe we're wearing too much of the load and we need to talk to those around us about how we can get a bit more support and stop taking on more than we maybe need to. There's always an angle that you can look at things if you are open to it. And if you're motivated to make that change, you can. You just have to keep your eyes open and you have to think through it, think of different solutions, talk to people. What kind of you know things have they put in place? If they'd have similar struggles, if you know someone that's had a similar struggle, go to them. If it's something that you're comfortable to talk about, I think it's a fantastic idea just to open up. You know, we learn things from other people. We don't have to always be figuring things out by ourselves. We can go on a journey with someone and, and you know, hear about their experiences. And people are normally quite willing and quite happy to share how they might have overcome something. You know, it's a bit of a, a pride moment. They've done some work. They've got to a point and they've come out the other side and they like to see other people doing the same So that's looking at the blame always coming from external forces like other people, other situations, things that are out of our control. But on the flip side, we can also do the opposite, always placing the blame on ourselves or wearing unnecessary guilt for situations that weren't our fault or maybe weren't completely our fault. And potentially we're accepting more responsibility than we actually need to or unnecessarily taking responsibility for things. And I just wanted to point this one out because this can be just as damaging as the opposite where you're where you're passing the blame. You're actually taking on more than you need to. And obviously that's not going to feel good. That's going to feel really bad in time if you're always doing that. So we need to find some kind of middle ground in all of that, a balance point where we're taking responsibility for the things that we need to, but not just taking on more and and putting all of the blame and all of the guilt and going into that sort of negative, oh, I always do this, I always stuff up, you know, going into that sort of headspace, 
looking at things more constructively and openly. But when we're honest with ourselves, the disappointment that comes from letting ourselves or others down will eventually subside. And then it will fuel us to do better next time. Once we've accepted our mistakes, we can review them, we can take a look at the circumstance, and we can start implementing what we need to do better next time. Now, another thing I wanted to point out, taking responsibility for ourselves also means taking responsibility for our time and how we spend it. I'm very guilty of playing the no time card, but I'm constantly trying to improve this. <laughs> so I just wanted to make a point of it. Uh, you know, I have to I have to keep stopping and reminding myself for the most part that I am in control of my time. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it. We've obviously got a lot of obligations and places that we have to be that maybe we wouldn't choose, but we do actually have a lot of time outside of those things if we break it down and really pick it apart. And if we're a lot smarter with how we use our time, think about it. Do you need to start waking up earlier to get more done in the morning? You know, I I did do that myself recently. That definitely has helped. I can slot a lot more in my morning and and feel like I've ticked a few things off before I, you know, head off out the door for work or, or wherever else I've got to be. You know, maybe I could stop picking up my phone and aimlessly scrolling through social media or other apps that just suck time out of my day. Or maybe I could tick a few things off in my lunch break. If I've got a couple of emails to get back to, or if I need to organize an appointment that I've been putting off, or text a friend that I haven't contacted for a while, I might just slot that into my lunch break. Or perhaps I could watch a little bit less TV in the evening. Maybe I can try writing a to-do list I seem to get all these ideas right before bed when I'm too tired to do anything, but they're there and I think, geez, if I just write them down straight away on my bedside table, when I wake up, they're there and then I don't have to think about it in the morning. I just get straight into, um, click straight into gear and start taking things off rather than having to actually sort of let my mind wake up, process things and then work out, all right, now what did I say I had to do again today? <laughs> so just a couple of these little small things that can make you a little savvier with how you use your time. So I've just listed four or five things there that can be squeezed into any day of the week. And like I said, these small changes help. Planning ahead of time is key in taking responsibility for how your life unfolds. Just simple daily changes can actually amount up to quite a big overall and significant change in time. And it also means that you're always one step ahead. You know, you you feel like you're the one actually calling the shots in your day, not always just sort of following in someone else's footsteps or just going wherever the day takes you. You're taking charge of your day. So I think it's quite clear that our mindset, how we frame our mindset, the thoughts we have, how we respond to our thoughts, they're all a big part of a shift in us taking better responsibility for ourselves and making plans towards actioning things in a way that we're proud of and that will aid our success, aid better relationships with people and also feel overall more fulfilled in our lives. When we do this, we sort of awaken this part of us that can be more accepting of challenge and can use it as an opportunity for learning and growth rather than getting sort of stuck in the mud and always feeling like bad things are happening to us or we just can never get anything right in life okay so i hope by now that you're starting to piece all of this together and maybe getting some ideas about a couple of little shifts that you might be able to make in your own life if you think that's necessary (laughs) 
So I'll do a quick recap on what we've discussed. Firstly, having a lot of responsibility or successfully managing a lot of things doesn't necessarily equate to us being personally responsible. Doing this requires us to take ownership of our circumstances, our actions and our thoughts. Regularly putting aside time to reflect gives us that opportunity to identify what we're doing well and what we perhaps need to change. And it also gives us that chance to analyse our current actions or our situations and plan a way forward that is going to align better with our values, our beliefs or our desires. Next, suffering, hardship and struggles are unavoidable no matter how hard we follow the rules, be a nice person, eat our daily greens. (laughs) I'm just joking. Uh, But, you know, things will happen from time to time. We'll make bad decisions at times. Other people in our lives will make bad decisions and we'll have to deal with the consequences of those. And then there's obviously those things that are completely out of our control, as I said earlier as well. But it's what we do in response to those challenges, how we think, how we act. That's what will define how greatly those things impact us or those around us. And accumulatively, what trajectory we'll be on in life, which direction we'll go what our priorities will be. Which leads to my other main takeaway from today. Excuses and blame go hand in hand with that lack of personal responsibility. They provide us with temporary satisfaction, but the constant avoidance of ownership doesn't allow us to gain anything in the long run. And finally, I'm going to throw this one in there, making more time to be grateful. Honestly, I feel like I sneak this into just about every podcast, but... It's so crucial to success and to happiness in all areas of our lives. Being grateful always puts things back into perspective. It dilutes any negativity that we're experiencing. And it just reminds us of all the things that we have to be thankful for. Cutting out those thoughts that lead us down those unconstructive pathways. So there you have it. I hope that's got your mind ticking over thinking of what you're currently doing well where there's some maybe some gaps and you know how you might be able to make some simple changes in your own life start doing a bit more self-reflection you know daily weekly maybe do a big check-in monthly whatever you can manage and start trying to plan a little bit better as well if you feel like you're not managing your time very well i hope you've gained a lot from today's content uh it's been something that i've really enjoyed learning about and implementing in my own life and I do believe that there's a lot of benefit to be gained from doing so so I do encourage you get out there do what you can um, and you know maybe listen to this a couple of times if you need to just sort of let it sink in maybe maybe you know take a break in between or maybe go and listen to a couple of other resources on the same topic there's so much good stuff out there seriously it's um you know i always encourage learning constant learning (laughs) take it all in um and i wish you all the best on your journey and um hope to see you again next time well hope you tune in next time it'll be fantastic i'd love that thanks very much